Okay, so counselor and executive life coach and author and speaker Dwight Bain says that he has a question that he wants to give us. And he doesn't want to answer a question for us. He wants to give us a question to ask. And it's like a key that we can use in our day that will help us slow down and will bring wisdom. So my response to Dwight is, bring it. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL? I did. I truly laughed out loud. So this may be the dumbest thing in the whole world, but it worked on me. Natalie, how old are you? I will pray with you now. Before you leave, I have to pray with you. I'm here for the people in the hood. You know, Jesus is my very, very best friend. Pray without ceasing, which is not some sort of so heavy I can't do it command. It is this breath of fresh air that I am involved in what God is doing in the earth today. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. Is that Twitter? <laughs> Life with Lisa Williams is like a cave. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this is this is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. I was just telling Dwight Bain that if you hear any noise, it's my kids because we are a rowdy bunch today. I have both of them situated with their uh, screens. So hopefully for the next few minutes while Dwight is with us, they will give us some summertime space. That's my hope, boys. That's why there's a new app invented every 10 seconds, because after 10 seconds, they're bored. Oh, I just so carry guilt that I am messing up my kids because it becomes like the instant babysitter. But what? Oh, what yeah. I, I get nervous about it because it's wonderful and it's brain stimulating and they love it and it's captivating. But then I think I am training my children to be completely engrossed with digital stuff and so it's terrible because sometimes it's so helpful it's so helpful yeah and then other times it's like oh my word they've been on screens for four hours god (laughs) i'm so sorry go ride your bike (laughs) i I carry guilt and fear well you don't have (sighs) to carry the guilt and the fear because uh you know this whole generation of children are going to grow up and they're going to go on Oprah and Dr. Phil and say, my mother screwed me up. And so you don't have to feel bad. You just have to basically you know, be prepared and, and teach them how to get a royalty so that when uh, you know, they're on a TV right? show for saying how my mom screwed me up, they would be able to, uh, you know, to generate some revenue from it. How are you, Dwight? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so glad to talk to you. What's on your mind today? What are you bringing us? <laughs> well, what I'm thinking about is, is, is learning from life experiences and learning from mistakes and learning from failures. Because here's the thing. If you don't learn, then yeah. you get to do it again and again and again no. and again. No, make it stop. Make it because, stop. And that's why some people are on, you know, marriage number 10 and on job number 50. And they're on, you know, you know, the, there's their 15th different career change because, you know, I really should have been a plumber. That's what I know God wanted me to be, is to be a plumber. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you're able to step back and say, uh, without anger, you know, without being, you know, upset at the world, to be able to stop and go, man, this hurts like crazy. I wonder what's the lesson. Because I believe, Lisa, there's always a lesson. 
and particularly on the things that just suck the wind out of our lungs, you know, where people hurt us or use us or cheat or lie, and to be able to think, what's the lesson? You know, that happened recently. Someone totally misunderstood something that I had said, and they just went off like a, like a wild, you know, a house of fire about how evil and terrible I was. And, and the whole thing eventually got worked out. But, you know, I mean, you know, I'm going to call an attorney because you misquoted me. And it was just so blown out of proportion. And one of my friends helped me to understand, you know, two things. When something's blown way out of proportion, there's more going on than you think. Uh-huh, right. You know, because there's always a backstory. And he said the right. other part, because he's so wise. And he said, what'd you learn? And I said, I guess I learned to maybe not be so trusting of people yeah. that I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't you know, mean to walk into a firestorm. Yeah. Um, and sometimes there's just such wisdom. You know, I grew up in the South and people are just, you know, like, you know, you see somebody on the side of the road who looks like the car's broken down. Well, you should stop and help them. No. <laughs> no, because you're going to get mugged. What'd you learn? One time that happens to you or you read and a story about it yeah. and you go, you know, what'd you learn? My kids are always asking me, why aren't you stopping to help that man? Well, because he's a man and I'm a woman and somebody else could help him. And yep. what'd you learn? Well, okay. So, so what you're saying is, so what you're saying is that we need to ask this. This is kind of like the question gift. You're giving us this gift of uh, this idea of saying, so, what did I learn from that? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're able to say, what did I learn, then instead of, and here's the big thing, repeating the same problem. I mean, when you think about uh, uh, television shows, uh, because, you know, this, my life this summer has gotten so exciting because I figured out Netflix. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I can watch reruns of Gilligan's Island and see if he gets off the island. Let's just stop there for just a second and just repeat that because it's so funny. I figured out Netflix. This is 2015. So you probably trend <laughs> about three years behind. Isn't Netflix yeah, something wonderful? Like that. It's free. Oh my gosh! I mean, you pay for it, but then you yeah, have it's all like these yeah, things. it's like nine bucks a month, and then yeah. And, but but <laughs> what I've noticed with Netflix, aside from all these you know TV shows I never got to watch when I was a kid, because you know I, my parents maybe go outside and ride bicycles and 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 do this you know like good mom stuff, right? It's like no, you go pull weeds, you go outside to the wheelbarrow, and you move all that stuff. You cannot sit here and watch classic Gilligan's TV Island. <laughs> yeah, and I never knew if Gilligan got off the island. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, my whole life has been mm -hmm. distraught. And now but what I've noticed <laughs> with these TV shows, you know, from, you know, the classic stuff is it's all the same show. It's an ensemble cast. Mm -hmm. It's it's basic different personalities. Mm -hmm. You know, and this one's always the quirky, sad one. And this mm -hmm. one's always the perky, happy one. And this one's always the mean one. And this mm -hmm. one's always grumpy. What are they really trying to teach? And what is the purpose of all these TV shows? The average American watches about four hours of TV per day. Wow. Senior citizens, my parents' generation, they watch almost eight hours of TV per day. Wow. Talk about control. I mean, TV has control of the mind. The people who make TV shows, they have control over us. Ugh. Well, and, and just look at how much time it takes. 
And so what I learned was, okay, wait a minute. These are all the same show. It's an ensemble comedy. There's there's always something to it. You know, uh, I mean, this person is a psychologist on the radio, like Fraser Crane, or, or, or this person runs a bar, you know, cheers, or everybody knows your name. But it's always an ensemble, and it's always they have quirky problems that they can solve in 22 minutes, and we have to be able to get, you know, all of this done and work in some commercials, and then you tune in again next week. And so in watching this, the good news about, about discovering Netflix is figuring out, I don't need Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's all the same shows. And being able to figure out, life is lived in conversations in coffee shops with you or in restaurants with Dino with another friend and being able to do life and say, you know, last week in helping some people move. Life is lived with people. It's not lived in front of screens. Mm-hmm. It's the truth, but they're so captivating and alluring and easily accessible and targeting us. I think just to be able to figure out the part of, so what's the lesson? If someone builds, oh my gosh, Lisa, I had some friends who went to church with us and I was always feeling inadequate because this guy took his wife to the movies every single Friday and they'd go out to a fancy restaurant, and then they'd go to the movies, and, and we just didn't have the budget to do that every week. And I thought, sure. they have a date night every week. Oh, my gosh. Well, the deal was, that's all they did. They didn't talk. Mm-hmm. They went to a restaurant. They went to a movie. So when they divorced when our kids were little, and he literally kicked that woman out of his life, I thought, this doesn't make any sense. They had date night. And what I found out later from, you know, because the, the woman stayed at our church, is they never talked, they didn't do anything. They went out on Friday night to a movie, to a restaurant, and that was the extent of their relationship. And so what is the lesson? Just relying on entertainment will not make your marriage last. Just being able to step back and go, wait a minute, if I can every day say, Lord, teach me a lesson, then every day I can gain more wisdom. Mm, uh, King Solomon wow. talked about lady wisdom, madam wisdom, because that's what the Proverbs are about. And wisdom was described as a stunningly beautiful woman. But what you didn't notice was beauty. What you noticed was she's got it figured out. I think that this question, so what did I learn from this, is a real gem of a gift. Thank you. Because when something happens, we react, we respond, we complain. I should say, I complain, I react, I respond, I wail, I, you know, I don't know, I need jerk response. But in life, I mean, like, I've got major things that have happened to me, and I don't know if I've ever stopped and said, so, Lise, what'd you learn from that? <laughs> and the response in my head so funny, you know, but just to pause and not think, this is a treadmill of rules, and you have to be black or white, and you have to be perfect. That's what life's about. It's like, step off the treadmill. Life is about a journey, it's exploring, it's wisdom, it's spiritual seeking. What did I learn? What is God showing me? He's not mad. He He's not no. like holding a judgment book going, you know, you're bad or you're right, you know, all these rules. He's, he's looking at me, I think, with this question, and I look at him and I go, so what should I have learned from that, daddy? <laughs> Here's know? the cool thing. But a good dad is never going to answer that question because a good parent... A good parent is going to say, um, no, what'd you learn? What'd you, you learn, tell daughter? Me. You yeah, tell what'd you me. learn? Because the one, as you listed out your stuff, I thought, yep, 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 but you missed one. Uh-huh. And it was relationship. 
Because when I look at the life of Christ, because I'm a Christ follower, and what I see is that he was about relationship. He was never, ever busy, not one time. He was never burned out. He was never in a hurry. In fact, many times when he was doing ministry stuff and he was tired, he'd lay down and take a nap. And he was about relationship, and, and mm-hmm. frequently it was with little kids instead of important people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he was the one who would stop and, and be able to pet a dog or a kitten and go, oh, look at that. He was the one that could stop and look at a plant, look at a fig tree, mm-hmm. and be able to notice there's no figs on that tree. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, you know, they were all busy, important guys heading to the next place. And Jesus wasn't like that at all. And so as, as, I, as I age and as I walk with Christ, I want to be the guy who's not busy and crazy and run into the next thing and five million things to get done because I lived that way and it about killed me. I had a heart attack. And to be able to say, no, Jesus was never busy and he was never burned out and he was all about relationship and, and it drew people because they said, he knows me. He knows my name. And for you and for me to be able to go, okay, what's the lesson? I mean, I, I talked to a guy just minutes ago and somebody hit his car. And we had been talking earlier this morning. And I said, you know, you're learning a lot, but I think your faith is going to be tested. And he called and he laughed. He said, because it was a hit and run. He said, I'm at a traffic light. Somebody hits me. They clip the car. They take off. And he said, you know, I just had to laugh because instead of being mad about it, I thought, you know, we had just talked and prayed that God would protect me from the test to come. And he said, I guess the test is coming. And I said, what'd you learn? And he said, I learned I'm, I'm passing the test because it's just a bumper. Right? Right? He said, That's nobody what I was died. That's what you would say. That's what I was Somebody's having yeah. a bad day. Somebody's, you know, maybe doesn't have license or doesn't have insurance. And them being that way doesn't have to affect me. I learned it's just a bumper and I'm going to have a good day. And I was so pleased because when you learn something, I think the greatest thing we can do is to be able to say to our friends in similar circumstances, you know, I was in a circumstance like that. Let me tell you what I learned. Because as we share our stories and we share our life lessons, something very rare and very unusual can happen. It's called wisdom. Because wisdom is I can learn from somebody else's experience, and then I don't have to have the experience, but that's rare. And that's wisdom. And being able to just stop and think and not be in a hurry and to say, what did I learn? That's so good, Dwight. Thank you for giving us this key, this tool that we can have during our day when something is difficult, a major thing, or even a minor thing. We can pause and say, huh, what did I learn from that? Instead of reacting quickly or letting our emotions take us someplace where we really don't probably want to go. Um, You can hear all the shows that Dwight's been on at lifewithlisawilliams.com. And you can reach out to Dwight and find out more about his executive coaching and his counseling and also just read things that he's written with you in mind if you go to DwightBain.com. And so before we all have to go, Dwight, give us some final thoughts. So whatever I'm facing today, Lisa, whatever you're facing today, we can either look at it and walk into it and bust our head and have a painful experience and get mad and fuss and cuss, or we can say, I wonder if I can learn and I think that the Bible is the safest place, particularly the book of Proverbs or the book of James and the New Testament, and to be able to learn from wisdom. Because if I can learn from the wisdom of Scripture or the wisdom of, of a friend who's gone through it, my life is better. I have less pain. 
And then the great thing, when you've learned a lesson and you finish first grade, God lets you go to second grade. And that's called maturity. And when you have some of that, you can share it with others. Amen. Thank you, Dwight. Hashtag thanks for listening.